a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vaktel, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Nam Nguyen, the man behind one of our favourite Vietnamese diners, Good Days, started selling barn mee during lockdown. And the rolls were so popular, they'd often sell out via online orders before the doors opened. Now Nam has made the French Vietnamese rolls a permanent fixture at his new shop in Brunswick. He joins us in the studio today to tell us all about Good Days Hot Bread. Welcome, Nam. Hey, how you going? Tell us why Good Days Bar Me may be different to other Bar Me you'd find around Melbourne. Just like Good Days, the noodle bar that we have, um, we try to think of a little bit more about the product that we're selling. Use maybe better ingredients, high quality ingredients, things that you know that might cost a bit more to make. But um, in the end, we hope to provide like a, a product that is a bit more delicious, a bit more creative, elevated in a way. In our opening story on, on the new Bun Me shop, our writer, Danny, did say, you're going to get all the things you love about Bun Me, but the interpretation's the next level. And I guess that's kind of what separates you from maybe some of the other spots you might find around town. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, I always go back to like good days as a second generation Vietnamese restaurant, purely based because, you know, I'm second generation. Yeah. I was born in Adelaide. So my connection to Vietnamese food is based in Australia. So my idea of Vietnamese food is, I guess, like Australian Vietnamese food. So we're not trying to like recreate authentic Vietnamese food if you went to Vietnam. And I guess being Australian Vietnamese we are part of like a much more multicultural country. There's like um, influences for, from all over the world. So we try to take that and put it into Vietnamese food, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. your your places, as you mentioned, uh, Good Days, which you're yep, you're now calling the noodle shop, but also Hot Bread, which is the new shop. These feel like contemporary spots. They make you feel comfortable. They're totally accessible, but they're polished. They're considered. They take on board that kind of Melbourne design. I think appreciation and understanding. Mm, yeah, totally. How important is the design of your places? Is that something that kind of comes last or you're thinking about that as you're developing? For me, the food is obviously the key, but it's like the feeling, like I always talk to the staff and, and when we're doing stuff, it's like the feeling. So it's like the feeling the customers get when they dine at good days. And, you know, we want them to leave feeling good. I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> yeah. I think the spaces speak to the yeah. menu and the food, which is considered hmm. making sure the best is used, yep. but again, in a way that is quite laid back yeah. and for everyone. Yeah. We try to keep it subtle in a way, like we don't want to shout anything or, yeah. you know. Well, I think so. your food accidentally shouts, even if you're not <laughs> intending for it to. Yeah, yeah. Now, you ran a barn me chain in Adelaide yep. before you moved to Melbourne in 2014. Mm-hmm. But you went in a different direction with your first Melbourne venue, yeah. Good Days. Yep. So for those who don't know it, tell us about Good Days and what your focus is there. So yeah, I sold my business in Adelaide and then me and my partner went travelling for like six months. And then at the end of our trip, we went to Japan and Vietnam. So I guess Good Days is kind of like a mix of those two places. Being in Japan and their level of like craftsmanship, mm. Um, quality is on all levels of food. 
um, and definitely like with ramen. So I thought like, could we do this with a bowl of fur? After you left Adelaide and you sold the Barn Me shop, you were obviously thinking I'm not going to be making these rolls again. And of course, then COVID hits. You start making them during COVID and they sell out all the time. How soon did you decide that then that might be the kernel for the next business? Um, we were just trying to get through COVID, to be honest. Um, just trying to wait for lockdowns to finish, get back on our feet. And then once lockdown's done and then it took like, you know, a good 12 months to feel comfortable again, being open, um, getting customers back, managing costs that um, I guess towards the end of 2022, we were like, maybe we should do the bun me's kind of riding that sandwich wave that's hitting Melbourne. There is a yeah, sandwich yeah. wave. <laughs> yeah. Now your bun me blends, you know, the essentials that you would usually expect to be in a bar me, yep. pate, mayo, coriander, some pickled carrot, cucumber, and then a protein, a yep. delicious crusty baguette. Yep. As I mentioned earlier, Danny, who wrote our story, said mm-hmm. that this is pe- paired with next level interpretations. I think one of the things that's really interesting is, and maybe one of the things that makes your roles different and so good and a little bit more interesting, tell us about the inspiration that you took from the barn me's in Hoi An in Vietnam. You talked about this sweet mince that you adapted. Yeah. In um, the bun mies, especially in Vietnam, they, they have like a pate that's, that they put mince in. So there's that. But then in Hoi An, they also add like another layer of mince. It's quite sweet and it's definitely like tastes different to anywhere else. I mean, the bun mies in Hoi An, I think, are the best. The bread is, is really good. Um, it's like warm and toasted. And then the balance of it is really good. Um, and I guess one of those balance, the sweet side of the, the balance is this like sweet mince saucy thing that they put in there. So that's something that's always been in my memory um, for my trip there. So doing this, we were working on doing a roast pork by me and we were like, how can we make it a little bit different? Um, so we rolled it, called it porchetta. <laughs> and then um, we're like, oh, we can't just settle there. You know, let's, let's you know, that memory of the, the mince. I was like, we need to put like that mince in there. And so we'll, we thought like, let's try and do this exo sauce, which we make in house. So it's basically an exo mince that we just a bit more luxurious, I guess. Is that on everything or just the crispy porchetta? Oh. Crispy porchetta. Uh, we started putting it on our cold cuts as well. Yeah. Now, let's get into some of these roles. Mm. Tell us about a couple of them, maybe the ones that you think are particularly exciting or that you love. But I am going to guide you a little bit because apparently this crunchy porchetta roll is impossible to go past. Tell us about the ingredients in that and how you cook the pork belly. Yeah. We rub it with five spice, like some garlic and shallots, and we cook it like overnight in the oven. And then in the morning, we blast it so it um, gets nice and crispy. I mean, through this process, we kind of looked at and how we do everything. We always look at other other cuisines and sort of see how they do things and see if it works for what we do. So we call it porchetta, which is obviously Italian. And then we added a gremolata, um, but which we use coriander. So that one's quite like acidic. So it sort of cuts through the uh, porchetta and also the mince because they can be quite rich and heavy. And then, yeah, all the other parts 
are what you would find in a standard bun me. Um, You've got a vegan version yeah. of that one. Tell us about that. Yeah, so kind of like um, the noodle bar where we have a, a mushroom fur, we just wanted to be able to do a classic bun me that is vegan. So we're trying to recreate a crispy roast pork roll, but with tofu. We got our tofu made in Maidstone from a supplier there, and they have really good tofu, a soy-based vegan mayo, the mushroom pate, then all the other trimmings of a bun mi. So to make the tofu, we use like like three or four different types of tofu, and then we press it together in the oven, and then we slice it, and it kind of mimics roast pork. In there, there's like a rice cake as well that kind of mimics a bit of the fattiness. And that crunch. Yeah, yeah. Clever. What's one more that you would love to highlight, you know, that you think is worth, worth seeking out? Oh, I like the fish a lot. I mean, I always like fish sandwiches. Yeah. And that, I guess this is like our interpretation of that. What kind of fish is it? It's a flathead from Lakes Entrance. And then we have like a dill mayo that we put on there. It's kind of like a Vietnamese filet fish which um, growing up I loved. So, yeah, maybe it's a bit more sentimental. Good Barn Me are about lots of things, but the bread is paramount. You get yours from Enley in Collingwood. Why do you love their rolls? When I first moved to Melbourne, that that place stood out for their rolls. Early on, before we even started like Noodle Bar, I thought I was going to actually open a Barn Me shop here. So I'd already like pinpointed them as like the perfect place. But um, their rolls are... A closer to a French baguette and also closer to a, like a Hoyan banh mi as well. They're a little bit more chewy, slightly denser, crusty on the outside, but like soft on the inside. Sometimes you can get banh mi that it's a bit too airy, whereas this one holds a bit better. And then we toast our rolls, so it does stand up to toasting really well. Yeah. Those rolls are special. Mm. Our office is near Enley. Yeah. We obviously go there quite a lot, but there's a there's a few other barn me shops on on Smith Street in mm. Collingwood, and yeah, th- those rolls are the ones. They're, they're the ones totally. that you can kind of go and also grab by itself and just slap on, you know, some butter. If if for some bizarre reason you're not getting a barn me from there, yep. the, the rolls are yeah, so good as well. Yeah, you're getting your carpet with that. Exactly. <laughs> now, your rolls are priced between $14 and $17, which is similar to Tea Lee's Carcom in mm. Richmond. It's more than the average bar me will cost in Australia, but of course on par with a lot of sandwiches and bagels that you're going to find all over Melbourne, especially as you said, as part of that sandwich boom. Yep. So you feel your prices are where most bar me shops should be at. Why is that? I just think Vietnamese food in general and operators are kind of underselling their product a bit. And I can understand why. A lot of them are like sort of first generation businesses. Um and they feel like to draw in people, they have to have a, a lower price point. Because for a lot of them, you know, they're moving to a new country, it's survival, like, you know, you, you need to make money. And the amount of work and time and the ingredients they use, how much they stuff their bun mees and everything, like the prices they're selling it at is not comparable to what you'd pay for many other food. Exactly. Especially yeah. when you go to a good spot and you, mm. you know, you bite into that roll yeah. and you taste that pork yeah. and the crunchy skin. You can't quite believe why it costs 
what it does yeah, because totally. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes like I think a bun me is like one of the best, I mean, I'm biased, but I think it's one of the best sandwiches you can get in it in the world. And like being a business operator, when I see that and I see like the prices they charge, I'm like, you're working extra hard to do this than anyone else. Mm. And it's like a, it's like a, a cultural mindset for everyone, not just like, this is like, including Vietnamese people, they have like an idea of what Vietnamese food should be priced at. And like us pricing it at what we have. Which is like, still such good value. I think so. It's incredible value. <laughs> I think so. But like that conversation, even with the team, like went on all night kind of thing. Mm. Like, cause we know what people are going to think. We know like, not the backlash, but like there's going to be people that don't understand. Which you know. when you think about, I mean, everything you've just described. Yeah. So the work that goes into it. Yeah. Operating costs not to mention ingredient costs, which continue to skyrocket. Totally. If you're getting one of your bar me's for 14 or $17, that's, I think, an incredible value for something of such high quality consideration. And then all the extras that no one even sees, as yeah. you said, what it costs to turn on the lights, the rent, all these things which keep increasing in price. Mm. But then, you know, people like, oh, well, the sandwich should stay the same price. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. That, that, but food is is like that. It's really hard. Like wages go up every year. Obviously, like everything else go up, goes up, um, rent. But yeah, people kind of like expect food to stay at a certain price point. I mean, uh, food has to, has to go up mm. every year to be in line. But yeah, so like we kind of created a space that looks different maybe a little bit nicer than your average bun me shop. We really put a lot of focus on customer service and then we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to try to make a really good bun me and to make it different mm. so that people, when they come in, go, okay, this is kind of like 14 or $15. Mm. But this, in the same breath, like I go... Like this should, shouldn't be the like we shouldn't have to do this to charge this amount. In the end, I think your average bun me shop should be at this price point. But I guess because we want to be leading the mm. way, so we kind of have to do a bit extra until people become comfortable with the price mm. and they go somewhere else. Maybe it's your average bun me shop and they're willing to pay like fifteen dollars for a bun me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Good Day's Hot Bread is at 644 Sydney Road in Brunswick. It's open Tuesday to Sunday, 9am until 4pm. I'm very excited that this place, that this place exists. For, for anyone who had those by me during lockdown, this is kind of one of those, I hope that becomes permanent, and it has. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. I'll be back again on Wednesday. Chat then. Listener.